Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. You spread a cheerful new glow when you apply glow coat to your linoleum. You give your linoleum a warm, bright luster that makes your kitchen a prettier room to look at, a cheerier room to work in. That's because there's a new glow in Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. A glow that makes your linoleum shine more brightly, far more brightly than before. Now, the time it takes to get that new glow is 20 minutes. The work it takes, well, there really isn't any work. You just quickly spread Johnson's glow coat over the floor and let it dry. Johnson's glow coat shines itself without rubbing or buffing. And you know, the pleasure you get from using glow coat is doubled when you find that its beautiful finish is a tough finish. It resists dirt, grime, and the liquids that naturally get spilled in a kitchen. And it's as easy to clean as a polished tabletop. A few strokes with a damp cloth and your wax linoleum is glossy again. Your dealer now has Johnson's Glow Coat with the new glow in the same familiar red and yellow container. Ask for this self-polishing floor wax glow coat tomorrow. Well, maybe it's true that there's a broken heart for every light on Broadway. We wouldn't know, but we do know that there's a citizen burning about a burnt-out streetlight in front of 79 Wistful Vista. Mm. Listen to him sizzle as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. By George, I ain't going to go through another night like the night I went through last night. With that streetlight out in our front yard as dark as a prospector's towel. I didn't sleep a wink all night. You didn't? No, ma'am. I didn't. Not a wink. Well, if I'd known you were up and around, I'd have had you search the bedroom. Somebody was snoring in there, and it wasn't me. Well, I may have dropped off for a few minutes from sheer exhaustion. I've been fighting the whole city single-handed. Here I pay my taxes regular, vote the straight ticket, no matter how many crooks are running on it, and what happens? I can't even get a streetlight repaired in front of my own house. Well, don't shake your fist at me, sweetheart. I'm on your side. I've called the city hall 20 times in the last two hours. If I don't get some action before tonight, I'm going to take it to the Supreme Court. That's what I'm going to do. I'll go higher than that. I'll take it right to Drew Pearson. (laughs) 
What did the city say when you talked to it? Or them? Ah, they give me the same old mahula every time. Thank you, Mr. McGee. Thank you for calling it to our attention, Mr. McGraw. <laughs> Mealy Mouth is a crow in a cornfield, they were. Well, I think maybe you're a little impatient, McGee. You know very well Mayor Latrivia runs a very honest and efficient administration. They'll get around to fixing our street lights. Yeah, but when? My gosh, even tomorrow might be too late. Why? Why, because suppose tonight I hear a suspicious noise out on the front lawn. I take my sawed-off billiard cue out from under the pillow. I sneak downstairs, softly open the front door. I hear a sound behind the bushes. I give my rebel yell, dash down the steps in the dark, trip over Mort Toops' Airedale, and bust my leg. Who pays my hospital expenses? The city? Not in our lifetime, blue eyes, they don't. Well, it's a good thing you don't need a co-signer when you borrow trouble, dearie, because you certainly... Aha, maybe this is somebody from the street department. Listen to me blast his big fat ears off. Come in, stupid! Come in who? Oh, McGee, it's his honor, the mayor. Oh, hi, Latrivia. Excuse me for calling you stupid. I thought it was a city employee. <laughs> I am a city employee. I'm the mayor. Fool that I am. What he meant, Your Honor, was that he was expecting somebody from the street department. Yeah, I got a beef with the city, Latrev. Hasn't everybody? Well, this isn't a very... Look, the city treasurer has mislaid some bank books, and we don't know which bank has $400,000 of the city's money. Heavenly day. The Oak Street Station of the Fire Department just notified me that they found a run in their new hose about five blocks long <laughs> that can't be fixed with nail polish. My gosh, that's a pretty bad situation. The owner of the Bonton Department Store's Little Boy's Dime Store sailboat sank last week in the city reservoir, and he's demanding that we drain out the seven million gallons of water to find it. Well, I'd say that's a very unreasonable... A water main on 14th Street exploded yesterday and blew our new safety commissioner up on top of Walt's malt shop. The city council is threatening to impeach me for seven political reasons, none of them valid. The housewives protective league is going to lynch me if I don't get hamburger down to 33 cents a pound. I have an impacted wisdom tooth. My fire insurance lapsed last Friday, and my new car burned up Saturday. Now then, what's your big problem, McGee? Our street light is out. Yesterday. Molly, why I don't just hit your husband in the nose and walk out of here will have to be explained by a better psychologist than I. May I just say that the city has had a great deal of trouble with vandals removing bulbs from the streetlights. We are making a strenuous effort to correct the situation. The trivia, I accept your apology. I am not apologizing. <laughs> Sweet Genevieve in a marble scooter. <laughs> Can't you realize I'm just about at the end of my rope? I Pardon me. I... I'm a little upset today. A personal matter. Concerning uh, Mr. Maine, may I ask, Mr. Mayor? Well, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I asked her to have dinner with me tonight, but it seems Dr. Gamble asked her first. Look, boy, the best thing you can do is let her see a lot of old lard buckets. <laughs> He's got about as much social grace as a cub bear with 40 foot of scotch tape. 
She'll get fed up with him awful fast, boy. Oh, I don't know, McGee. The doctor's awfully good company. I However, think... getting back to something more important than trivia, see what you can do about getting our street life fixed, will you? We'll really appreciate it. Yes, we will. Well, if you do, it'll be an interesting novelty. In my seven years in the office of Mayor of Wistful Vista, I have received exactly one letter of praise and approval. One letter crediting me with good intentions. Just one letter of commendation from a taxpayer. I have it framed over my desk with the taxpayer's photograph. You mean he sent his picture with the letter? I already had the picture. It was my mother. Good day. <laughs> Billy Mills in the orchestra and a slow boat to China. here at the window, Jerry at the rat hole, watching for him, too. That's strange. The only sign of life around that light pole has been a woodpecker that didn't know it was iron and liked to have drove his beak back through his skull. <laughs> Lit on that post looking like Jimmy Durante and flew away looking like Bob Hope. <laughs> Hand me the phone, Tootsie. But, Jerry, you just telephoned the city hall ten minutes ago. Yes, and I'm going to show them monkeys that Fibber McGee ain't the type taxpayer that they're <laughs> I can act just as dumb and unreasonable as they can, and more so because I've been doing it longer. <laughs> Hello, operator. Give me the city hall again and don't... Huh? Oh, is that you, Mert? Heavenly days, Mert. How's every little yeah. thing, Mert? Is, eh? What say, Mert? Your brother. Got the shakes and you had to lay off and help him for a couple of days, huh? Hangover, was it, McGee? No, no, just putting a roof on his new house. Tried six lumber yards before he got the shakes. Samer. Okay, I'll call again later. Mine's busy. Well, taxpayer, while you keep the city administration on its toes, I'll trot out in the kitchen and make some coffee. Let me know if anything happens now, dearie. Okay, love boat. Oh, there goes a good kid. 
Every time I start making a mug of myself, what does she do? Treats me like I was a mug and fills me full of coffee. <laughs> That's the kind of a wife for a guy like... Come in. Hi, mister. Oh, hello there, Keeney. <laughs> hey, you seen the street department truck cruising around this neighborhood? No. No, but there was a dog catcher's truck around this afternoon, so I ran home and I hid Margaret. Who? Margaret. She's my puppy. Oh. He's a cockle Spaniard. <laughs> he is, eh? Sure he is, I bet you. And he... Hmm? I just said he is, eh? He's what? A cockle Spaniard. Who? Margaret. My dog? Yes, your dog, Margaret. He's a cockle Spaniard. I know it. <laughs> he used to be a police dog, but he quit. <laughs> Eh? Hmm? He used to be a police dog, but he quit. Eh? Or why? See, I don't know. Papa said he was part bull, and he looked so funny in his harness. Papa said we didn't want any harness bulls sleeping in our kitchen, so he decided he was a cockle Spaniard. Very handy. Hey, mister, why do you keep peeking out the window all the time like that? Why do you, hmm? Looking for Santa Claus or something, hmm? Oh, I'm watching for a street department truck, sis. The street light is out in front of our house. There's one out in front of our house, too, I bet you. No. And there's one out in front of Willie Tooth's yeah. house, and there's one out no, in front no, of No, 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 no. I mean, the one out in front of our house is out. It ain't lit. Gee. All the street lights are out in this block, mister. What? They are? Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you told me, sis. Before I made a complete chump of myself. Must have been a power failure. Oh, no. Huh? No, no. No, they turn them out every morning, mister. <laughs> yeah. Then they turn them on again when it gets dark. Just give them another hour or two. So long, mister. <laughs> wonder if that kid is a midget. <laughs> hey, Molly, you know what I'm going to do? Hey, Molly! Hey! Coffee will be ready in a few minutes, dearie. Did you call me? Yeah. You know what I'm going to do if I don't get some service? I'm going to sue the city. They got a special court just to handle light and power cases like this. They have? What court is that? The circuit court. <laughs> and I'll throw a short into that court that'll blow every fuse between here and... Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. What are you looking so sour about? I got a quarrel with the city, Junior. Oh, not again. Gee whiz, pal, you're always battling with either the city or the phone company or the weather bureau or something. Mm -hmm. What are you trying to do? Get yourself an ulcer? Well, it's a legitimate complaint, Mr. Wilcox. The streetlight in front of our house is out and they don't seem to do anything about it. And it ain't because I ain't squawked about it, too, either. I've registered so many beefs, the Cattlemen's Association has given me my own brand. <laughs> well, why get so excited about a streetlight being out? Hmm? You're not out playing Run Sheep Run very late these nights, are you? That ain't the point, Junior. The point is I'm a taxpayer, and I'm paying for streetlights. When I don't get streetlights, I'm being gypped. And I ain't the type of guy to sit still when I know some politician is lining his pockets at my expense. Yes, he must have sold it away at least 15 or 20 cents. Why the nest egg if he has a small nest? Well, don't think I'm not sympathizing with you. A dead street light can be very annoying. And I know. What do you mean, Junior? And I got a nasty feeling I shouldn't have asked. Well, the 
that familiar glow in front of the house must be missed as much as if you didn't use Johnson's glow coat and lost that glow inside the house. You're right, because... McGee. You're developing an instinct for these things. I had a hunch. Because you see, Johnson's glow coat with the new glow added gives you much the same feeling of bright hospitality that a gleaming streetlight gives out in front. The comparison is a little forced, but I would and say... And with holidays approaching, what better way is there to bring a glow of cheerful cleanliness to home than Johnson's self-polishing glow coat on the linoleum? With its added glow for shining attractiveness and its better wearing qualities for those kitchen kibitzers that hang around yeah, on holidays. Hey, hey, hey. The uh, spell uh, waxy. Yes, pal. <laughs> I don't want to hurry you, but I got work to do. You're leaving, aren't you? No, McGee, that's a very rude oh, way. Oh, it's all right, Ma. It's all right. I've got to go anyway. I'm meeting my cousin, Big Overdue Wilcox. Oh. <laughs> meeting him at the Wistful Vista Loans on Your Signature Only Plus a Pint of Blood Loan Company. <laughs> I'm co signing his promissory note. Oh, you men in your big financial terms. What on earth does promissory mean, Mr. Wilcox? It's a combination of two words, Molly. Promise and sorry. Because every time you do, you are. Go on, Molly. That guy has more cousins than a frail millionaire. Hey, I hope the light company didn't sneak up and stick a bulb in that streetlight while I've been talking. No, no, McGee, they didn't. All the streetlights just went on except ours. Good. But why didn't you want them to put in a new bulb? I thought that's what you were complaining about. Because I want to stand around while they do it and make a few nasty observations, that's why. <laughs> As a taxpayer, the city's employees are working for me, see? Public servants. And I got a perfect right to ball them out any time I have... Who's that? Well, I don't know. Shall I crawl out the back door and peek around the corner of the house? Or shall I just say, come in? But, oh, oh, it's the old... Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello there, Johnny. Hello, daughter. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. <laughs> You're all dressed up. Yep. Going to a square dance tonight. Oh? Don't see no and whirl them around. Swing your partners and I'll fall down. Turn to the left and turn to the right. I got it just busted third time tonight. <laughs> been the sophisticated type, old-timer. Strictly a foxtrot, samba, and Lindy Hop man myself. Samba. <laughs> Don't let him fool you, Mr. Old-timer. He's done more dancing in barns than a short-tailed mule and fly tie. You must have been playing it pretty hot. Wasn't playing it at all, Johnny. This was a real turkey. Oh. He was there in the straw, and when I sat down for a breather, he bit me across the withers, and I slammed him with a fiddle. <laughs> I was pretty hot-tempered in them days. Yeah. A few snorts of Applejack didn't calm me down none either. Oh, I'll bet you were quite a lad with the ladies, too, old-timer. <laughs> slapped so often I wore a rubber mouthpiece on dates. <laughs> Just like a prize fighter. Why, one time near Elkhart, Indiana, on a hayride to Mishawaka with a cold supper and a warm school teacher. <laughs> am I, uh, am I born you, Johnny? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But our streetlights burned out and I've been squawking for them to replace it. Hey, you want to give me a hand, old-timer? As the engine says, when he sees a fellow with a pivot tooth blowing square smoke rings... How? <laughs> now, McGee, please 
I'm going to make them look cheap by putting in a new bulb myself oh, at my own dear. expense. Want to hold the ladder for me, old-timer? Johnny, I'm your boy. Oh, now, lad, wanna... don't get in any Johnny. Right against this light pole, old-timer. That's it. Now, thanks very much. Now, steady it while I climb up. When I get to the top, I'll drop down the dead bulb and you toss me up this good one. Okay, Johnny. I'm just the fellow can do it, too. Yeah? Used to toss hot rivets to my brother when we was working on the Empire State Building. Which brother was that? The one with the left ear burned off. <laughs> you ready? Catch the old bulb. Drop her down. Here she comes. Whoops. Hello, Mr. Johnny. I tell you, Get I was... Get in the car and be quiet. Hey, now, just a darn minute. You... Hey, hey, Molly. Hey, Molly. Oh, poor little Johnny. I walk under a ladder and he has the bad luck. It's a strange world. The King's Man and Stick to Ativity. Christopher Columbus, a living in Spain. Capacity for using his brain. Studied his geography. Had a down path. Let him go to prove that the world ain't flat. Because she thought he was right. Queen Isabella one night gave him three small boats. Those three small boats were kind of leaky, but they started to sail. Came a hurricane, a furious gale. Waves were lashing, the future looked black. Sailors started yelling. On that eventful day, on that eventful day, what did Christopher Columbus say? Why, he said, stick to activity. If you got that stuff, call stick to activity. You're gonna do all right. Oh, man, adversity. Gonna have his luck. stick to activity. Never lost a fight. Yes, sir. Do all right. You're gonna do 
I'm not a captain, Mrs. McGee. I'm just a sergeant. Just a sergeant with a fine Irish face like that. What held up your promotion? Dirty politics? No, I'm not Irish either. I'm an Albanian. Ah, Albany is a fine city. (laughs) Many's the time I've been through it on the train, but always at night, so I never saw it. But as I was saying, Sergeant, uh, this has all been a misunderstanding, hasn't it, Dr. Gamble? Yeah, she's right, Sergeant. McGee is not the man your boys are looking for. He's a vandal, all right, but the wrong one in this case. Thank you, Doctor. Okay, Doc, your word's good around here. Hey, Jablonski, turn McGee loose. He's the wrong vandal. Thank you, Sergeant. If the light and fire department was as efficient as the police department, this would never... Ah, hello, sweetheart. Ah! <laughs> Do you get $10 in a suit of clothes or weren't you in long enough? Hi, Molly. Hi, Doc. Am I sprung? You are not only sprung, bucket shape. You are warped, twisted, bagged, and sagging. Now get your pitiful little possessions together and I'll drive you home. Okay, mustard plasterer. What took you so long about getting here? You got no idea what I've been through down here the last couple of hours. What were they doing to you, sweetheart? No. If they've sunburnt your back again, keeping you under those bright lights, no, I'll... No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing like that, Molly, but I'm a dollar sixty ahead playing Jim Rummy with the cops, see? And if Doc had took any longer getting here, I might have lost it all back to him. I've been nursing my hands like every finger was running a fever. I was just about look, to... Look, look, vacuum top. Do you want to go home, or shall I ask the sergeant to toss you back in the pokey? Come on, I'm a busy man. Yeah, so am I. Beat it, McGee. Uh, here's your hat. Come on, dearie. For once, quit while you're ahead. Okay, I'll... Hey, just a darn minute there, Sarge. Where's my wristwatch and my cigar lighter and my four streetcar tokens and my honorary fire chief's badge from Lima, Ohio? In your hat, Mopey. You stay out of this, Gamble. I... Oh. Oh, here they are. In my hat. <laughs> I thought it felt kind of heavy, but kind of heavy felt anyway. McGee, the doctor. <laughs> hey, what's the doc's rush? It wasn't him they had locked up in a smelly old room with the thickest deck of cards I ever played with. You ever try to shuffle a deck of wheat cakes? <laughs> My God. Oh, you ready to leave, Doc? Well, come on, Molly. Doc wants to go. Yes. Good evening, Sergeant. Good night, Mrs. McGee. Night, Doc. So long, Sarge. Come on, trusty. Awfully sweet of you to drive us home, Doctor. We could have taken a cab, you know. Sure, we could, Doc. In fact, I'd have suggested it, but I was afraid you'd let us. You're so right. <laughs> well, we certainly appreciate all your trouble, Dr. Gamble. Uh, did we break up anything important? Well, frankly, yes. Hmm? I was at the movies with Phoebe Tremaine. She's still waiting there for me, and I've got to stop on the way and buy her a box of Mars bars. Mars bars? What for? Because the doctor left his lady in the balcony. <laughs> And here's where you live, and good night, and don't think it hasn't been fun because it hasn't. Good night, Doctor, and thank you again. Good night, my dear, and you're quite welcome. Oh, thanks, Doc. Oh, go away. No, you stay here. I'll go away. Heavenly day. What an evening. But everything turned out all right after all. The street light is fixed, and we can get some sleep now. Yeah, and look at that baby shine. Oh, I'm tired. Let's get to bed, Daddy. Now, you go ahead, kiddo. I'll be in in a minute. I got a little job of painting to do. At 11 o'clock at night? McGee, you'd better get to bed. You know I can't sleep with that thing shining in my face. It glares right in our bedroom window. <laughs> I'm going to paint that dead ratted street light black. Oh. I'll get the black paint and the paintbrush, and you hold the ladder. Have you seen the glow? Have you seen the new glow that's been put into Johnson's glow coat? Just apply this self-polishing floor wax to your linoleum and watch that glow come out. For glow coat now shines more brightly, far more brightly than before. 
It makes your whole kitchen a brighter, happier room. And after you quickly apply it, there's nothing more you need to do to bring out that beauty. Glow Coat shines itself as it dries, produces its own warm luster without any rubbing or buffing. So, it's easy to make linoleum shine and easy to keep it shining, too. Johnson's Glow Coat forms a protective coat over your linoleum. You can pick dirt off that smooth surface with a flick or two of a damp cloth. Your dealer now has this glow coat with the new glow in the same familiar red and yellow container. Ask for it tomorrow. That's G-L-O-C-O-A-T, Johnson's Glow Coat, the self-polishing floor wax that now brings a luster to your linoleum that's brighter, far brighter than before. <laughs> oh, McGee, for goodness sakes, will you please be quiet and go to sleep? What on earth are you giggling about? <laughs> you know when I went out to paint that street light black a while ago? Yes. My paintbrush slipped and busted the bulb. It's out again. <laughs> This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. <laughs> 